0: So welcome to the fifth episode of Swift Tech. Today, we're going to talk about subjects, how they're different from observables. We're going to see their usage and different kinds of subjects available to us. And we're also going to touch a little bit on relays. So in the last podcast, we saw what observables were. We saw how to create an observable, how to subscribe to them, how to dispose of them when we no longer need the subscriptions and everything related to observables and observables are a very fundamental part of rxswift however they're essentially read-only and when we're writing programs when we're making apps or developing anything we definitely need to add new things during runtime our observable can emit the new uh events or new data to our subscribers and for that reason what we basically need is something that can act both as an observable and an observer and that something is what is called a subject so subjects are what we're going to talk about today so what are subjects subjects are an entity that act both as an observable and an observer they can receive events and also be subscribed to the subjects can receive next events and they can then emit those next events to our subscribers. There are basically four kinds of subjects in RX Swift and I'm just going to list all of them and state what they do and how they differ. So even if you cannot remember all the four types just now, please don't worry because I will then move on and talk about them in more detail. But for now, here goes. Firstly, we've got the published subject. The published subject is just like a newspaper and it is going to start empty and it's only going to emit new elements to subscribers. We've then got behavior subject. A behavior subject starts with an initial value. It does not start empty, unlike the published subject. This behavior subject is going to start with an initial value and it is going to replay the initial value or whatever the latest element or the value was to its new subscribers. We've then got replay subject. Replay subject is going to be initialized with a buffer size and it's going to maintain a buffer of elements up to that size. It will then replay those elements to the new subscribers. Lastly, we've got the async subject. It stated that we would rarely ever need to use the async subject and even in the book, it says that they're not going to use async subject, and it's only mentioned here for the sake of completeness. But um, anyways, I'll let you know what it is. So an async subject emits only the last next event in the sequence, and it only does so when the subject receives a completed event. So right after our different kind of subjects in our that are available to us, we've got a very short introduction to relays. In RxSwift, we've got two kinds of relays. We've got a publish relay, just like a publish subject, and we've got a behavior relay, like the behavior subject. But there is a difference between relays and subjects. What relays do is that they wrap their respective subjects and they only accept and relay the next events. So unlike subjects, you cannot add a completed or an error event to the relays. Which makes them great for the known terminating sequences. And also, on a side note, I would just like to mention that previously RX Relay was included in RX Coco, but now they come differently. In so we have to import RX Relay separately from RX Coco, and that is because RX Relay is also useful for environments which are not based in Coco, like the command line tools or Linux. So it has been split and we have to then now import them all right so that was a brief introduction to the kind of different subjects and relays we've got in rx swift and now it's time to go over them and see how they work how they differ this is basically just uh just the differences or the definitions that i just told you guys right now but we'll look at them in a bit more detail so that we really understand how they work and how we can use different subjects or different relays in different scenarios, what are the pros and cons, or what are the situations that a public subject would be better suited, or what are the situations where a behavior subject would be better suited. So uh, let's begin with the public subject. And as I mentioned earlier, um, public subject is only going to replay the next event to the new subscribers to it so you can use it when you simply want subscribers to be notified of new events from the point at which they subscribe and until they unsubscribe and not before so maybe if you only want that your subscribers know of the events which are going to be emitted after they subscribe and not of the events which were already emitted before they subscribed you will use a public subject for example i would like to elaborate a little bit on it um, if you were using a published subject and then maybe you emitted one event and let's name this event as one. Let's say that one was emitted and you now subscribe to it. You will not receive anything because the event one was emitted before you subscribe to it. So you won't get anything. And if the publish subject now emits a new element and we call it two, It is only going to receive the event number two and not the event number one i hope you realize that when we're using public subjects we're only going to get notified or we're only going to get the events that are going to be emitted after we subscribe to them and not the ones that were already emitted i would also like to mention here that when we're using subjects we have to keep it in mind that when subjects terminate either via completed event or via an error event, they will simply re-emit their stop event to the future subscribers. So it's a good idea to include handlers for your stop events in your code if you're using subjects. And now um, I would just quickly mention in the scenarios where using a public subject would be wiser, or would make your life easier so if you're modeling time sensitive data such as an online bidding app it would be great to use public subject or maybe if you want to model events with no histories like user tapped this button or the notification just arrived and stuff like that then using a public subject would be wiser than to use a behavior subject or a relay subject okay that was all about the public subject and now we're going to move on with the behavior subject how we can work with the behavior subjects and how they differ with the publish subject how in which scenarios it is more advisable to use the behavior subjects firstly we have to remember that behavior subjects work very similar to publish subjects except that they will replay their latest next event to the new subscribers in a previous example we saw that if we subscribed to a public subject we would only be notified to the latest events and not to the previous one but in behavior subjects we are going to be notified to the latest next event also this is the main difference the most fundamental difference between published and the behavior subjects that you need to consider or you need to keep in mind when you are going to model your data or your behavior with subjects so it's very important that you remember the difference and that you remember that published subjects do not get an initial value while behavior subjects do get an initial value. We also see that behavior subject always emits the latest element. So you cannot logically create one without providing an initial value. We always have to have a value when we're using behavior subject because we're always going to emit the latest element. And if no element was added to it, then the initial value is going to be emitted. And that is precisely why we do add the initial value to our behavior subjects. If you feel like you can't provide an initial value when you're using behavior subject, then maybe that's a good indicator to use a published subject instead of using a behavior subject, or maybe model your element as an optional. And now just to mention a few scenarios where using behavior subjects would make more sense. So behavior subjects would be useful when you want to pre-populate a view with the most recent data and you don't want to be empty. You don't want it to be like show nothing. Um, for example, if you could bind your controls in a user profile screen to a behavior subject so that while it's fetching new data from the server, it could at least show the latest values and pre-populate the display. Or you could use it you know, uh, to model state such as a request is being currently loaded or the time right now is 9.41 and stuff like that but what if you want to show more than just the latest event what if you want to show the latest three events or the latest five events or for example you are you know making a search screen and you want to show the latest five search terms that were used so then you would use a replay subject which is also our next topic replay subjects as we also saw earlier, when I was just listing down all the subjects for you, new subjects will temporarily cache or buffer the latest elements, they emit, up to a specified size of your choosing. So it's up to you, you have to choose the buffer. This gives you so much independence. This gives you so much control over how you want or how many events you want your Reapil subject to emit. This could be great for just the scenario we just discussed, for example, the search screen or the search result. And whenever you are subscribing to a replay subject and you've, you know, you've um, stated the buffer to be three, you're always going to get the latest three events, Uh, no matter you subscribed after them or you subscribed just right now, you're going to always get the latest three events in the replay subject. So using all these subjects, behavior, publish and relay, you should be able to model any kind of need that you have in your app and even if you know there are some other scenarios which you're like okay you know i feel like none of these are working and you simply want to go to old school and ask an observable hey what's your current value that's where the relays come in and that's exactly our next topic and we're going to cover how we're going to work with relays and how the published relay and how the behavior relay are different but unlike subjects and observables in general We can only add a new value to a relay by using the accept method. Unlike using the onNext, which we used both in the case of subjects and observables, we are going to use the accept method. And this is to better convey the intent. This is to, you know, differentiate that it can only accept new values. It cannot be, you know, you cannot add an error or a completed event to relays. So just to keep in mind that whenever you're using relays you're only going to use the accept method and you cannot use the on next method to add new values so we see that relays are very similar to their respective subjects except for the accept method part and that they will not terminate behavior relays will also not terminate just like the published relays and they will also not be able to have a completed or an error event and just like a behavior subject behavior relay is created with an initial value also and it will replace latest or the initial value to all the new subscribers however there's a special power to their behaviors relays this special power is that when you're using behavior relays you can ask for its current value at any time so you know you can just do dot value relay dot value like initialize your relay and then you can just do dot value and it's going to give you the current value at any time that you want it to this is what sets it apart from the behavior subject behavior relays are really versatile you can use them and you know you can use them in many different ways they can make your life so much easier and they can also accommodate one-off needs, such as maybe when you need to just check the current value without subscribing to receive new updates or stuff like that. So this was subjects, the chapter number three of Rx Swift book. And I will just quickly summarize what we have discussed today. Well, so we basically just talk about the four different kinds of subjects available in Rx Swift. But out of those four, we use the three more frequently, which are the public subject, behavior subject, and replay subject. And the difference between behavior and public subject is that the behavior subject gets an initial value and it replays that or the latest to the new subscribers, and the public subject does not get an initial value and it only emits the new elements to its subscribers. In the replay subjects, we define a buffer of our own choosing and then the the replay subject emits those elements based on the buffer size to the new subscribers. We did not cover the async subject in detail because it's rarely ever used. And we also then moved on and talked about relays a little bit. We talked about how they are different. Basically, relays are just... Um, wrappers around their respective subjects, which are publish and behavior delay. The difference in publish and behavior delay is again that the behavior delay gets an initial value, and you can also, at any point in time, you can access its current value by doing dot value. So this was all that we've covered. This is very important and a very fundamental concept. You're So if you do decide to go for reactive programming or if you do decide to incorporate RxSwift in your code or in your app, you are going to be using subjects and relays a lot and they're going to make your life so much easier. And I really hope that this uh, podcast, this was understandable, this was clear and you know, you gained something from this. So I will see you next week and until then, have a great week and keep learning.